0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you.
1: Good morning, you guys.
0: We are picking up with a new devotional in the Bible app called Enemies of the Heart. There's a link to that in the description of the podcast if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, Then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo.
1: Let's do it.
0: So the full scripture is Matthew chapter 15, verses 1 through 20, but I'm going to just focus on verse 8, and it says this. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me.
1: The devotional is titled The Simmering Volcano. And it says this. Our tendency is to monitor our behavior while pretty much ignoring our hearts. After all, how do you monitor your heart? I can't get too far off base in my behavior without someone drawing it to my attention. But my heart? That seems a bit more complicated. Mm. Jesus said something that still has huge implications today. The things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart, and then out of the heart come evil thoughts. The heart is such a mystery. In fact, one prophet asked of the heart, who can understand it? Good question. The implication is that nobody can, with which I readily concur. And even if we do begin to understand it, we certainly can't control it, which is all the more reason we need to learn to monitor it. Like the seismic activity of a dormant volcano, what you don't know can hurt you. Suddenly, someone files for divorce. Suddenly, a kid's grades drop and his attitude changes. Suddenly, a harmless pastime becomes a destructive habit. Out of nowhere, devastating words pierce the soul of an unsuspecting loved one. We've all seen it, felt it, and even caused it. Just as Jesus predicted, what originates in the secrecy of our hearts won't always remain a secret. Eventually, it finds its way into our homes, offices, and neighborhoods. The heart seeps into every conversation. It dictates every relationship. Our very lives emanate from the heart. We live, parent, lead, relate, romance, confront, react, respond, instruct, manage, problem solve, and love from the heart. Our hearts impact the intensity of our communication. Our hearts have the potential to exaggerate our sensitivities and insensitivities. Every arena of life intersects with what's going on in our hearts. Everything passes through on its way to wherever it's going. Everything. We need the courage to ask the Heavenly Father to help to watch over, understand, and purify our hearts. He is eager to respond and to show us how to replace old bad habits of the heart with new and better ones that will in time make us more like his son.
0: Yeah, that's so good. I especially love that last sentence that's all about making us more like his son. Mm-hmm. Because whenever you're reading that and it was talk about replacing old bad habits with new better ones, that's true, absolutely. But I think a lot of us actually still have like really good habits that could also maybe be uh replaced with their motives. I, for one, was someone who did a lot of really nice things, a lot of really great things, but it was all for my own ego. It was the way I wanted to be perceived. It was the way I wanted to be admired. And so it was like the right things for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And so that was even something I needed to be checked on. And so there's actually some discussion questions at the end of this devotion. I'm gonna read them real quick. So you all if you know feel free to pause and think about or even journal a little bit later on. And it says, what do your recent thoughts, words, and actions reveal about what's going on in your heart? And there's a follow-up that even says, ask someone close to you for their opinion about this as well. And I just think that's a great practice for all of us to dig down to why we do what we do. I think a lot of us are doing really good stuff, really sweet stuff, really intentional stuff, really hardworking stuff, really uh, God-fearing stuff. Mm -hmm. But why? Like, why are you doing it? Like, we're all driven by emotion. Why do we pursue relationships? Is it because we feel alone and it makes us feel okay when we're with someone? Or is it because we want to build God's kingdom with with, with a partner? It seems like there's always a meaning behind our thoughts, words, and actions. And it can be big things, just like what I mentioned regarding, like, why do we pursue relationships? Or it can be kind of small stuff that we don't necessarily think about. Like, for example, when Tori and I were car shopping, I intentionally went after like a warranty because growing up, we had vehicles that were always messing up. And that really bothered me. And now I don't want to have to go through the experience of having to constantly get cars fixed and always in the shop and always spending money on it. And so the thing is, is I didn't actually know that until I dissected why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I mean, it even bled into one of the reasons I'm attracted to Tori. Tori's one of the hardest workers I know. And it just so happens that the only woman I grew up with, my mom, is the hardest worker I know. And so it just kind of becomes this thing where we don't always know why we're doing what we're doing. And it's such a healthy habit to ask ourselves like, hey, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: why am I doing this? Is it for a healthy reason or an unhealthy reason?
1: Yeah, it's so good to think about because something that really stood out to me in the devotional was that section where it was talking about suddenly this happened, suddenly this happened and out of nowhere this happened because it's just never truly the case. Mm. Things happen because we've been sitting on them, we've been thinking about something and it's developing in our hearts. And just like the devotional says, it's going to come out in some way, some sort, somehow in our physical lives. And so if we're not actively asking ourselves and taking an inventory and asking the Lord to purify our hearts, then we are going to see the ramifications of that in our life, whether that's good or whether that's bad.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like we could insert any metaphor about like taking root in our hearts or pruning bad thoughts and all that stuff. I think it's an incredible practice. Then also, if you fill up to it, definitely ask someone close to you for their opinion too, because you could actually be being a little too hard on yourself. So, Mm -hmm. but it's good to get a second opinion from a close one. Yeah, I agree. You ready to pray son? out?
1: I am. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this reminder today of how important it is to take an inventory of our hearts, something that's so hard to navigate and understand sometimes. So Lord, we bring it to you today. We pray that you purify it and make it look more like yours. We absolutely cannot do this without you, Lord. So we just invite you into that space. We love you and pray these things in Jesus name. Amen.
0: Amen, God.
1: Amen, God.
0: Amen, y'all. When now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord.
1: Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece.
0: And don't forget that we love you.
1: We love you guys. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow.
0: Arrivederci.